Real good. 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 Yes, ladies and gentlemen, hello and welcome to episode number 18 of Real Good Show, America's best, worst Canadian sports podcast. The sports podcast that surged in the iTunes rankings since we made a, a big brand change to being Very Okay Show. I should have announced it as that off the top. Yeah, I really screwed this, this up. up. Let's very... redo it again, right from the top. <laughs> yeah. Keep it in. Keep ladies this and in, gentlemen, though. Do not edit it out. Hello and welcome to Very Okay Show, episode number two. We're back. <laughs> It's a science history for, smorgasbord. For a second episode of whatever it was we settled on our format was last week. <laughs> Here with you, as always, is two men pretending to be ladies, and this time, a real-life actual lady. I am Justin Morissette, and with me, as always, is... Uh, Grania, hi. I'm a whole grain on Twitter. <laughs> She's always been here. Yes. She's always been here. She's just, we just gave her a mic this time. Yeah, you, they never let me contribute before this. <laughs> yeah, but here you are. We just decided to call you up to the big leagues. And I'm John Cullen, and uh, I think it's appropriate to just talk about your name off the top of the show, Grania. What the fuck's up with that? Justin couldn't pronounce it for four weeks running. That's okay. I, I, I think I picked it up after the first correction. Thank you very much. Uh, I don't know. Most, not, like, not sure. Teachers, like, I had a math teacher who in, like, May would call me, like, Grinny. <laughs> I don't know. My parents, like, my dad really wanted, like, I'm the middle child, which makes no sense because, like, my sister has a normal name and my brother has a normal name. What and are their names? Fiona and Kevin. Okay, yeah, super normal. Right? Yeah, yeah. Kevin doesn't really make, <laughs> hey, I'm Kevin. Hey, I'm Kevin. This is my sister, Grania. <laughs> Even he doesn't know. Yeah. He's like, this is my sister, Grania. But you can call her Grain if you want, like whatever. Yeah. No, well, I, the dot over the I on Kevin is like an actually, it's an accent. Mark. Yeah, exactly. It's actually Kevine. Kevine. Yeah. No, uh, I don't know. My dad just wanted to go like really Irish. Okay. For the middle child, I guess. Just for I, we I was supposed. I wasn't supposed to be the middle child. I was probably supposed, supposed to be the last one. So like, oh, I see. Second okay, time, you here know. we go. Kevin's learning. <laughs> Sorry, Kevin. About his life. No, no, he knows. Um, he knows that he was a mistake. He's seven year difference. He's, oh, you know. ouch. Okay, yeah, that's it's cool. He's a happy. So mistake. he's still in high school. Yeah, he's in grade nine. Oh shit! Happy, okay. ha shout out to Kevin if he's if he's listening. <laughs> I hope he doesn't. Honest to God, yeah. I hope no one in high school listens to this podcast. <laughs> well, that's probably why we shot up in the iTunes rankings is because we became a historical science podcast. Oh, and that's all true. Those high schoolers started listening. People were to actually for, learning shit for, for homework. Yeah, exactly. They're like, "Oh, here we go." Yeah, because that's the thing, right? Because uh, you could easily just like cite this on your bibliography <laughs> yeah. and be like, oh, "I listened to real. Good. I listened to very okay show." Uh, yeah, they had a lot of information about Hitler. Uh, <laughs> their podcast <laughs> and um i learned like a ton about irish and gaelic names yeah. and shit it was great i don't know my parents chose like the like I, i'm used to it now so like whatever but like they did choose like the weirdest one yeah like for my sure. cousins have weird names but like they're kind of pretty like neve and like kiva and like all these you know like Grania, like uh, I honestly thought not, it was French. So yeah, this, I get that. Irish revelation is really really that's so weird. No. Too. I wouldn't think it's just because you have the accent. Yeah, of the well, a. yeah, accent. It's, it makes it like Anya or whatever. Like my cousin's named Anya, and it's A with the accent, and then I. -N -A. That's actually the same as Cam Davy. 
at offer sheets yeah. uh, daughter her is uh, her name is anya all but all his kids have irish names i think he's siobhan and anya mm-hmm. yeah and uh, i can't remember the third one but well but like he, he went all in right? Like, right yeah, yeah i don't know yeah exactly he didn't he didn't uh, deviate <laughs> from brand no he they yeah I don't know. I ask them about it sometimes and I get different answers every time. So, so. what's the like, what's the worst pronunciation you've ever had of it? <laughs> um, I get like grain and grainy a lot, like to the point where it doesn't bother me. Like right. my, some of my friends call me that. So probably granini. Granini. It's not, <laughs> it sounds like, <laughs> like a sandwich. Yeah. Like panini. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. Like panini. Yeah. Portmanteaued into granini. Yeah, I granini. get like, like grand. People try to get really fancy with it. And I'm like, I'd rather they just stick with grain. Grand. I like that too. That's a good one too. I, I think, yeah, because I'm a substitute teacher. So I basically yeah. live this battle every single just day. Guessing people. Yeah, well, and, yeah, and you like, because I like to get it. I want to get it right. Like I mm-hmm. like to get it right. So I'll look at the attendance before I do it. And I, and I'm like, and I'll, I'll really waffle back and forth. Like, I'll be like, I'm pretty sure it's pronounced this way, but I'm not a hundred percent sure. And then I'll say it the wrong, uh, like I'll say it the way that I was, I should have said it. And I get so rattled and the kids usually don't give a shit because if they have a stupid name, then they know. They know. We know. Get. We know. Yeah, exactly. Right. So I, it's just, yeah, I live this dream every day, but I cheated with your name because I actually That's went fair, to school yeah. with a girl named Grania spelled that way. Yeah. So I've never, yeah, I've never met another one. I bowled beside a girl with, gra- with the name Bowl. Grania. <laughs> In Ireland, it was my goal. I was <laughs> <laughs> For some reason, I don't, I think of like bowling as exclusively American. Like, no, I no, it's like, a, I don't know. I don't imagine that there's like a bowling alley. In, like in Ireland, like that seems so <laughs> weird to me. What did you do in Ireland? I bowled. <laughs> Oh, like lawn bowled? Saw the sights, went bowling. No, yeah. It was like my last night in Ireland. As you do. My cousins were like, let's go bowling. And I hadn't met my Grania. I really wanted to meet one. And then beside us at the bowling alley, this little kid, she was probably like 10, when she bowled, a little name Grania. And I was like thrilled. Did you freak out? Did you like talk to her? I wanted to go talk to her. Then my cousins were like, no, that family is like scary. And I was like, okay. Whatever. Well, it's like two Granyas also can't occupy the same place <laughs> at the same yeah, time. Yeah, exactly. So if you like touched her or shook her hand, you both would have like exploded well, into a pile of. Goo I mean, they, they would have they thought it was weird because like they like it's it's not a common name there. Like not a lot of people have it, but like it'd be weird for me to be like, hi, like I've never met another one. Like, right. you know. Well, you know what they say: two Grans don't make a right. Oof. Oof. Okay. Uh, well, we're seven minutes into a sports <laughs> podcast and we've spent almost entirely talking about Irish names <laughs> at this point. <laughs> which, if you're listening at home, you may have noticed Stefan isn't here today. Oh, yeah, no, we decided this would be his turn to not have the mic. He's sitting in the corner right now and we're throwing table scraps at him. Yeah, just like Lucas. Mush, boy, mush. Just like Lucas Pisa, he's currently out of the lineup. <laughs> yeah. And he was uh, so hurt. <laughs> when Luca went down, he's like, guys, I can't do the can't podcast do right now. He's my favorite player. I can't and speak. I just am taking a vow of silence until he gets back in. Yeah. <laughs> so Stefan's, Stefan has a walking boot on his soul. <laughs> <laughs> but we, we wish him a speedy recovery. Luca Spisa, that is. Stefan yes. can stay injured yeah, for, whatever. forever. Live it your dreams, really matter. man. Yeah. Um, but uh, speaking of Luca Spisa, John... Uh, you saw him in the flesh. I saw him, baby. I'll tell you. Now, I went to, uh, as many of you know, I just turned 30. And um, it was I don't my know birthday. if we know that. I don't Happy think that's birthday. come up ever on this Thank show Thank you, Grania. I'm I didn't glad you appreciate me. Uh, no, that's fine. <laughs> um, so on October 31st, I did turn 30. And um, 
And yeah, I know I haven't mentioned it before. And um, so, yeah, it's just because I, I like to fly under the radar. I'm not really that type of guy that likes to talk about his birthday. Yeah, anyway, it's like so. Lucas Pisa. We never mentioned him on the show before. Exactly. Like two weeks ago. Uh, <laughs> exactly. Never. Not once. And uh, those episodes don't exist. And they're not playable. Um, and yeah, so I was in Arizona. Uh, my, I'm lucky enough. My, my girlfriend, uh, her family has a place in Phoenix. So we went down to celebrate my 30th birthday. And, uh, you know, I was really looking forward to it because I was like, oh, this is going to be great. Arizona sports season in full swing. I'm going to go see a Cardinals game. I'm going to go see a Sun Devils game. I'm going to go see a Coyotes game. I'm going to see a Suns game. Not None of that happened. Uh, the Sun Devils play every Saturday, except for the week I was there. They played on Thursday, and uh, the Cardinals <laughs> were out of town playing in Cleveland. So uh, there was only one Coyotes game on the schedule, and of all the 30 teams in the or 29 other teams in the NHL they could be playing, who are they playing but none other than the Vancouver Canucks, my hometown team that I don't cheer for and, in fact, hate and also see three times a year against my will here. Uh, so it was just a great birthday present, real thank you from the state of Arizona to me, uh, which is weird because I'm not an immigrant. Um, I think they gave you a birthday present last time you went down there. That's though. true. I did win the 50-50 at the Coyotes game. So that was kind of like a birthday present. But uh, but yes, I uh, it was tough, but... Uh, I watched the game and it was amazing because being in the Spisa reverse pool and with Lucas Spisa being our first overall pick, it was pretty amazing to watch him get two assists in the first six minutes of the game within like <laughs> within like a minute of each other <laughs> yeah it was just I didn't even know that oh yeah it was I it missed. was awesome he assisted on McCann's goal and on Gonce's goal and uh, and Gonce's goal was hilarious because that was his first NHL goal and then or no that no, was Gonce the third was Edler goal. and Tanev yeah yeah sorry that was the third goal they called uh Edler elder in the stadium Good. also Perfect. which was amazing Good. um yeah so they yeah so it was Gaunt sorry Gonce's was the uh was the third goal so the second goal was uh, was Burroughs when he sn- snuck it through Smith and they pulled him out of the game and Spiza just happened to be on the ice <laughs> and get an assist. Oh, man, it was incredible. Which, uh, which contributed to a first star selection on oh, the telecast, yes. on the Vancouver telecast. In apparently. the arena, Spiza was the second star. Okay. I, don't, I didn't stay to hear the first star. The third star was Max Domi. The second star was Lucas Spiza, and then I didn't hear the, who the first star was. And this, this, doesn't is, matter. this is coming quickly on the heels of him, of course, getting the game-winning goal against the Montreal oh, Canadiens and earning the nickname, at least on this show, the Spiest Incarnate, nice. Lucas Spiza. Absolutely. I... I uh, Man, it was great. It was a good time. Uh, Max Domi is very good at hockey. McCann scored a really nice goal. And um, Derek Dorsett's one of the worst players I've ever seen. <laughs> this has been the Canucks Suck Report with John Collins. Well, just count your lucky stars that uh, Brandon Prust was not in that game. That's also. true. But Gaunt scored. And that was the funny thing. On Gaunt's goal, they pronounced his name Gaunt's. Gaunt's. It was like Brendan Gaunt's, assisted by number 23. Uh, yeah. Number 23, Alexander Elder. <laughs> and then it was like one of those things where I was sure that the PA announcer would fix it in the second yeah. reading. Like yeah. he'd be like, ah, shit, Gaunce, I had a dyslexic yeah. moment. But he's like, uh, that's Vancouver goal scored by Gounce, assists to Elder and Tanev. <laughs> well, at least he got oh. Tanev. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> Tanev? Yeah, well, how else would you pronounce it? Tanev? That's how I'm going to pronounce it from now on. Chris Tanev. <laughs> I mean, really, it's it's not 
completely wrong. Like when you read it, you're like, okay, yeah, that could easily. My be name's Grania, and it's yeah. not spelled the right way. So yeah, exactly. Could, you know, so we're, just, we're getting in the we're getting in the spirit of things. Tainv. Well, Chris Tainv. I I'm just like happy for you that you got to get the greatest gift of all on your birthday, which was a Lucas Pisa first star performance. <laughs> it was. Honestly, it was so hard not ha- like I didn't turn my data roaming on in the states, and it was so hard not being not at the game, either. not just like hitting up the message board immediately and just like yelling at who has Spiza, Ryan, Ryan, yeah, Ver- just yelling at Verviticus, being like, Haha, "You suck! I'm watching this live. <laughs> Luca's fucking lighting it up." <laughs> Uh, but, uh, you know, the performances that he put up over the last week, I think, prompted some uh, people, <laughs> at least on Canucks Twitter, to be like, oh, like, the hate against him is, like, so overblown, and, like, you guys are just, like, making fun of him to be, like, cool, because all the cool kids make fun of him. Uh, when, uh, you know, no, that's that's not the case at all. In fact, a uh, friend of the show, Ryan Lambert, wrote an article in the summertime that I posted uh, to the Real Good Show Facebook group today. Uh, he was doing some digging to find out just how bad Zach Ronaldo truly is as Which a player. Which is the worst. Uh, but and no, he's, he's stupid. He's actually not the worst because uh, <laughs> Lambert was looking into uh, like guys costing their team wins, essentially, right. like a, a war. But like a reverse war hockey. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly like that. Um, and uh, in finding out how bad Zach Ronaldo was, he discovered that uh, Zach Ronaldo is actually fifth on that list as the worst player uh, to just like empirically cost his team games over the last decade in the NHL. Number one is Brendan Witt. But nice, no, but number, wow. Number two is Lucas Pisa. Nice. So Lucas Pisa is, by the numbers, the second worst player in the NHL over the last decade, which and is amazing because he hasn't even played the entirety of the last decade. <laughs> Just so we're clear, the people who were tweeting that stuff, uh, it was Stefan. <laughs> <laughs> he was very incredulous that people would be making fun of Spiza on Twitter and was just saying like, oh, this is what all the hipsters are doing and like whatever. Um, so yeah, so just just to be clear, that was Stefan that was saying that Luca. And we're obviously. finally, yeah, I feel free now to to just discuss my actual opinion on Spisa and not have to uh, toe the line on. on no, that's fine. You don't have to. Stefan's insistence on uh, him being just so great lately. Yeah, and I understand. Like, it kids, I can see honestly, I can see arguments both ways. Um, so that's kind of why I just sit as like an impartial, well, like very partial against the Canucks, but like as not, I'm not blinded by like a bias against the Canucks. I'm just kind of like in the middle. I just watch both sides. Like you hate him, which is weird, but <laughs> Stefan loves him, which is also weird. Like to me, he's just a guy, you know? <laughs> but like, I don't understand the support that he gets because like there's neither, like uh, either end of the spectrum, he's still coming up bad. The numbers show him to be bad. And like, if you don't look at the numbers, if you are like staunchly opposed to advanced statistics, that's me. How does Lucas Visa pass the eye, eye test? test yeah. He literally slips on banana peels almost every single game, constantly. Guy just loves his bananas, man. <laughs> and I was at like a charity event recently, and the Canucks were all there, and uh, they were Whoa, all <laughs> bragging. No, no, no. Like <laughs> I, I was at a charity <laughs> event. Recently. Oh, you know, no. Like, not only do I give to charity, but I also hang out with the Canucks. But. So. <laughs> My dad was out of town, so I had to be my dad. I had to go. You had to be place. your dad. Go at in a his charity place. event. So um, you need to explain. Wear like more. a rubber nose and like mm-hmm. fake. Yeah, facial I, d- hair I dressed up as him. I was in disguise. <laughs> yeah, but um, absolutely, they were all wearing like suits. Like they your all looked really fancy, David. right? 
except uh, Spiza was wearing a cardigan. And it was just the best thing in the world. It made me so happy because everyone else looked so formal. And he was just like this little guy in a cardigan. So charming. So now I love Lucas Spiza because... He wore his little cardigan. See, there you go. It's two against one. It's a different kind of eye test, I suppose. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. The cardigan The formal cardigan. Like, I don't know. I love a good formal cardigan. Apparently, he's going to be out of the lineup for quite a while. Yeah, that's what I was hearing. Like, I don't even know that it's been announced what his injury actually is. No, they haven't said. Six weeks or something? I don't know. Some something with his foot, I guess. No, I don't I don't know. Know. He got injured in the game that you. Were I know, at. but I didn't even. But I didn't see him get injured, mostly because I don't care. <laughs> he probably but, like uh, broke his leg coming out to skate on the ice when he was announced the star. The <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Well, because you know how like the players give away like uh, sticks or whatever when they're first stars. Yeah. Uh, he came out and he gave away. He just threw lint balls <laughs> into the crowd. Just like Lind chocolate Lindors, and then one of them fell out of his pocket. And he slipped on him and broke his foot. See, I'm glad you specified that it was chocolate because I thought he just had a bunch of lint in his pockets. As you do. I mean, I have a lot of lint in my pockets right now too. But this is all I got, guys. I'm sorry. I would just love the idea of like uh, a player coming out, not only to get, like to just throw chocolate into the audience, but I would also like the same thing that happens with the stick where they like point at kids mm-hmm. yeah. like the adults are like going to pick up the little like 10 cent chocolate they're like no 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 that's the kids that's like <laughs> give them that give them that hazelnut chocolate right now um i was gonna change gears a little bit here from the canucks though i guess we, we could also talk about uh, the kids because they were officially announced as having made the team grani have anything to say about that i was at the game last night and yeah the vertan and goal like the the building was it was a lot of fun. Yeah, it was but electric. Like, that's, yeah, that's it. I don't know. It was, it was, it was cool. an amazing goal. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah, like we have not been uh, super complimentary to Jake Rutan no, around here. I don't think we've really like, buried him either other than He's John fine. just doing that right now. But uh, More like Jake Vertigo Tannen because the way he skates and sucks and oh, stuff. It's like if he has like a debilitating disease. Well, it's really good if you have to explain it usually as a nickname. But it's better than Big Country. That's way better than Big Country. See, okay, I was like three when the Grizzlies left. Okay, no, I was like six. Which is exactly why so, you went to Grizzlies night so last night. So no one, like, and Vertanen's younger than me. So, like, it doesn't mean anything to him. Yeah. You know? Like, him and Horvat just made up this name. And it's, it's not like, all about you. I think it was Barkowski. Oh, Horvath, okay, well, then like, he doesn't. rolled over and said Barkowski came up with it. I don't know, but, like, anyone younger than, that like. That Horvat, eh? Can't trust him as far as he <laughs> can throw him. No one. I, I didn't know who Big Country Reeves was. I wonder until if his like name is actually ago. Bo. You know what I mean? It's Bowie. Bowie. David Bowie. <laughs> oh, it is actually it is Bowie. Bowie. Oh, yeah. Okay, I didn't know that. Okay. Well, you should go by Bowie then. Right? That's way doper than right? Bo. He, he is <laughs> Bowie Horvat for real. Yeah. <laughs> that just occurred. You're like, oh, that just occurred to me now. Um. Uh, yeah. He but is like, Bowie Horvat. Okay, I didn't realize that <laughs> Bowie. Cool. His goal was like awesome, and we had people who were like, "You got to talk about the Vertanen goal." Who? Stefan's not going to no be there, but I'm that. still going to tune in only to hear you talk about the Vertanen <laughs> goal, which it was great. And I'd love to fun. see him do that more again, but pr- this season probably not. This season nope. it might happen three more times. Should he have gone back to junior? Yeah, probably. Probably, definitely, like, definitely. Yeah. Should McCann have gone back to junior? 
Maybe, maybe not. not. I like yeah, I like McCann. He's fun to watch. Yeah, he his goal it. against Arizona was, was real sick, nice. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But I feel like those two prospects like play entirely two different oh, yeah. sections yeah. of the fan. Oh, and yes. McCann is honestly like the type of player the Canucks need right now. They don't need Vertanen. No, they no, already have boat anchors on their team, like Trust <laughs> and Dorset and whatever. He's just other. like a slightly like he's like a faster and more skilled version, but not significantly. Not significantly. You know, like not yeah. Yeah. No. but maybe a little dumber also. <laughs> Yeah, he was like talking about. It, Let's like, speculate on his intelligence. <laughs> yeah. He was like saying he's like it's really fun when they like come after me, and I'm like that's not a good thing. Like you're gonna get hurt. I, I don't know. Whatever. And and speaking of, that's what happens when you bring kids into the NHL earlier than they're ready, as we continue to see with the Edmonton Oilers again and again and again and again tonight. Even Connor McDavid, uh, just as we started to record this episode, apparently just got destroyed. And it was like a shoulder or clavicle or what's going on with um, David right now? <clears throat> well, I just I'm I'm trying to catch up to the to the top here, but apparently at the top of Twitter, I should say. But yeah, apparently he was hit very hard. Uh, Jim Matheson, Oilers reporter, says that's the hardest McDavid's been hit in the NHL, holding his left shoulder as the trainer uh, follows him to the room as the period ends. Um, and uh, yeah, it just it doesn't doesn't look good oh here's the actual clip i'm just gonna watch it now and then i'll report um oh no Ooh, okay that's not great he got hit and fell onto the ice before he hit the boards ow oh so that looks like it could be a break of a of a clavicle for sure and this is kind of deja vu all <laughs> over again for the oilers especially who keep putting 18 year olds into the nhl and well any team would have put McDavid yeah, in the NHL. He's true. a friggin' legend. True, true. Yeah, he's been great. Uh, Terry Jones. McDavid in the hallway outside the Oilers dressing room with skates off and arm shoulder in a sling. Oh. It's serious. That sounds like a broken collarbone to me. I just think of like before, Ta- Taylor Hall and the player that he could be right now if he'd entered the league as like a 20-year-old. Yeah, the Hall stuff was so early and Yakupov especially made no sense. Nugent Hopkins, um, wasn't he in like when he was a teen Very slight, as well? yeah, and also got a shoulder yeah. injury in his first He's like season. Built, he was built like, like a blade of grass. Basically. He was, he so was small like a 13-year-old, yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, that wasn't... Uh, didn't look very good. I've broken my collarbone before. I'm not a. I'm, I'm not a doctor, but, uh, but you are an Edmonton Oiler. But yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I am an Edmonton Oiler, and I can say that. Uh, yeah, it was weird. I guess Yakupov was really the only one who didn't seriously get injured, aside from his just own brain. Yeah, yeah. which you know, it's because Russians are so enigmatic that mm. uh, it happens. We'll never know how he didn't get injured. It's, That's very it's true. To no know. one knows. Yeah, it's impossible <laughs> to say. Uh, but you know, I, I doubt that. Like. McCann or Vertanen are going to get injured over the course of the season. McCann might. He's McCann's not that very big. Yeah, he's like 160 pounds. Who knows? Pounds Anybody could get injured at any time. But he's leading the team in goals. So how do yeah, you like dope. let him walk? Also, oh, no. can we talk about how they did the exact same thing to Bo Horvat when they put him in the NHL last year? What a boring like intro. They were the Canucks were playing it up like, oh, check out this amazing moment where they like and basically. So what Willie did was he just shit on McCann and Vertanen for like ten minutes. And then it was like, no, oh, by the way, you're in the NHL. And then, well, he got Bo Horvat to do it. Which like, I think is what makes it good, though. Well, like, yeah, the, that made it better. But it like is they, the sequel, for sure. The yeah, Horvat definitely. one was like, it was like, you know, are you this guy or are you this yeah. guy? And then Horvat's like, I'm the good one. And then they're like, welcome. 
But then, like this one, they were just like, mean. Like they were. That's just, like, true. They were a little more mean. Apart. I like Burroughs yeah. was definitely yeah. like, if you're gonna play on my line, Jake, you know, you gotta, <laughs> you gotta get into the corner. You know, I gotta be able to trust you down there. You know, and like it was nice. Yeah, and Hor- was Horvat awesome. was like talking to them, and it's like you're like you're like twenty. You can't really say this. Yeah, exactly. And he's he's like you know it looks like like I had a couple mistakes, but you guys had like way more. Like, <laughs> yeah, that was also so, funny. Like, <laughs> like it just yeah. was like a lot meaner, and like I think only some of the team was in on it too. So like. Like yeah, some, I liked of the, the mean some part. of the guys. Yeah, the mean part made it funny. And especially when McCann after was like, I was about to yeah, cry. Yeah. <laughs> and like all of them knew too. They were like, Yeah, McCann was about to cry. <laughs> yeah. And, and to have Horvat be the guy who stands up and is like, This shit happened to me last year and I got to do it to you. Welcome to the team. Yeah. It was fine, good. but it was also like you could have done something different, you know? Yeah. What I mean? Like Changed if I was McCann and Bertan and I might have felt a little bit gypped. But <laughs> sorry, I apologize special. to all of our gypsy listeners. Which, there's uh, so they, many. They got robbed. <laughs> sorry, I apologize to all our listeners named Robert. <laughs> they got screwed. <laughs> all right. I think we're safe with that one. I hope so. <laughs> to all of our listeners who are employees of Black & Decker. I No. <laughs> Um, I was going to change things up, though, and talk about the Leafs for a second. Oh, boy. Because I watched uh, a few Toronto games lately. It's um, too bad. And they look uh, really quite bad. They did beat Dallas yesterday. That's true. Shocking. The number one thing that I came away with, though, other than the fact that the team looks like they belong in the (laughs) AHL, is that... uh, uh, They were tanking. We're (laughs) we're losing for Austin, baby. I feel like being the head coach of the the, uh, Toronto Maple Leafs, rather is like being the president of the United States <laughs> in that you age like 10 years in your first month on the job. Yep. Mike Babcock was not a young man when he took this job, but he looks like an old man now that he has it. Well, he, he's no longer jogging around Joe Louis Arena. I so he's so. got uh, the ACC. He's like, ah, my jogging days are over. <laughs> and he's just dead now. He. He, he looks like grizzled as all hell and he's still clean shaven i kind of like it i mean i kind of like his like suffering look yeah. you know what i mean like it's good I, I i like what he's doing and i like what he's saying about the team and everything like that and i i think the brand of hockey they're playing is correct they just have really oh, yeah, bad yeah. players yeah. they're like watchable with like the, i don't know like their and the goaltending whoever is just that is shit. i don't know no, oh my bad. god kadri i i think kadri and riley May legitimately be the only two players on the team. Oh, Morgan like Riley's years. awesome. Amazing. Yeah, so Riley's unreal. And then the rest is like whatever. Yeah. You know what's so weird is like we all made fun of Brian Burke for being like, oh, if I had the first overall pick, I would have taken Morgan Riley. But like that's actually kind of looking like that might be decent. Well, who went? What, what draft? That, that was the Yakupov draft. Oh yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'd probably yeah. rather have Morgan Riley than. I'm pretty sure it was who the went Yakupov before. Draft. Like, what didn't Reinhardt Ryan go, like, Murray. right after? Yeah, that it was as Ryan well. Murray, Griffin Reinhardt. Uh, Griffin Ryan, who's number two? That's the only one I don't know. After Yak, okay, Yakupov, Ryan Murray, Galchenyuk, Reinhardt, Riley. Okay, you'd pick Riley at least above Reinhardt. Yeah, yeah, and above probably Reinhardt above Galchenyuk. Sure. Yeah. Galchenyuk hasn't been as good as he should be, uh, but there are some other good players in this round. You might take over Riley. You've got Jacob Truba at nine. You've got Philip Forsberg at oh, eleven. Yeah, yeah. You've got Thomas Hurdle at 17, Tara Vinen at 18, uh, Oli Mata at 22, even Vasilevsky at 19 looks pretty good right now. Uh, so, yeah, so I mean, all Tanner Pearson at 30. 
So I'll probably go Philip Forsberg on that list. Yeah, yeah. probably right. But, but, but Morgan Riley would Riley's be like number three, two right yeah. after. Yeah. But there have been some other like well, on Hampus Lindholm was six, but then there were some bad picks in this round. Slater Cuckoo at ten. <laughs> Cuckoo. Uh, Radic Faxa at thirteen. I don't even think he's played a game in the no, league. No, he he did. He plays for Dallas. Yeah, he plays for Dallas. Yeah. But is he playing? Right yeah, now? he okay. he was against the Canucks because they thought he scored. He was like Radek some Faxa. kid. He's played nine games this season for zero goals, zero points, six pims, and I'm picking him up in the Spisa pool. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a good thing that we listened to you uh, pick a new phone plan then a couple weeks ago. Absolutely. Given Still how, waiting on that phone. How crucial your phone has got been a new phone plan. It's been great. I was having a, an argument at the bar last night, um, and I was thinking about this because it was the first time I could remember going to a game at a bar to watch it like in in quite a while uh outside of like the playoffs and even then i'm pretty sure i watched every playoff game at someone's house if not my own but uh i was thinking and i feel like the ratings on sportsnet kind of bear this out since they dropped all that money to pick up the rights to the games have we as a nation passed peacocky like is it is it is it are we on the downward slope right now from the feverish like rabid appetite that people had for it before is it just that the teams are bad right now or is hockey not as popular at this exact moment as it might have been 5 or 6 years ago well, it's almost impossible to predict in Vancouver because hockey so fickle, like, hockey yeah. fandom in this matter. city is directly tied to how well Success, the Canucks yeah. are doing but I that's mean, not Specific to Vancouver, I don't think. I think that's pretty specific to Vancouver. I don't. Uh, maybe. I mean, it definitely dips. Maybe as an cities. NHL market, but like not in junior hockey. Like you know, just drawing from my own experience, spending several years on buses driving to different junior hockey towns across BC and Alberta. They don't draw. Like, even winners hardly draw. It's oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's just because it's junior A hockey or junior B hockey. Yeah, I mean, both. But, but. but yeah, but I, I, I don't know. I just think that, uh, I mean, I think it's down for sure. It's down for me, honestly. Like, I'm kind of over it right now. Like, I mean, the Leafs suck, so that doesn't help. Yeah. But. Uh, that was my, like, dilemma. I couldn't tell I if it was, it, like. I like, it might just be that Canadian teams kind of suck right now. Like, Edmonton's on the up. But, like. Who else is? Or maybe I'm just like out of touch with like. Well, Montreal is like youth. the best yeah. culture and I passion because I was probably them. craziest about hockey when I was, you know, 18, 19, 20, or yeah. what have you. When like going out to watch like every single game seemed like a social event. You'd go watch all of them with your friends, basically. Right. Um, I think we'd also have. And maybe like, I'm just old and stay in and, and do things on my own now. I don't know. You also had some big things. Like, I mean, we had the 2010 and 2014 gold medals, the 2011 run for the cup for the Canucks. Yeah. Like, we've had some big moments recently. So there's inevitably going to be a letdown. I honestly think the Jays have an effect on it too. I think there's a bit of a Jays hangover right now. I think the Seahawks being good also eats into it a little bit, at least in Vancouver for sure. Um, like, I think you'd see the same thing in Toronto. Like, if the Bills... Do you think the Raptors are going to, like, have an impact this season? It's possible. they look great. They look great. They're on, their, on the road to 4-0 tonight. And, um, yeah, they look really good. I, I think that the Raptors will eat into it a bit. I think that it's a different... Obviously, they share fans, the Leafs and Raptors, but I do think it's a bit of a different fan base. Well, one of the things that, like, really jumped out at me is a 
commentator remark uh, when I watched the Leafs game on Saturday. Glenn Healy was saying, uh, you know, now that the Blue Jays are done, uh, it's it's really like the microscope. All the attention is going to be back on the Leafs. They're going to be like on the hot seat, and they're really going to need to turn this thing around. It's like, no, nah, I, I don't think so. Like, I just don't think it ever left the Leafs. Like, I mean, the Leafs are always going to have a beat reporter for every major newspaper. They just hired Adam Proto to write for their website. Like, I mean, they're just... The Leafs are always going to have that media machine there. I mean, did it take a little bit of focus away from the Leafs in terms of dominating front page news? Absolutely. Of course, the Jays were front page news for the whole time during their run. But like in terms of taking any of that media attention away, I think I, I don't really I don't see it. I mean. I just feel like Toronto has been bad for so long that the team is desperate for a winner and they don't really care what sport it comes from. Totally. I feel like every Leafs fan I know is kind of like, you know what? Like these guys are cool, like good for them, but like I'm going to I'm going to care in a couple of years. Like yeah. I'm okay if they just kind of coast for a couple of years and this figure is, themselves out, This you know? is the first time I can remember the Leafs actually being in a rebuild. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, if and just, maybe it happened when I was younger, but like in terms of my, like, this is the first time I can ever remember them being in an acknowledged rebuild. Like, definitely they were bad, obviously, for a few seasons, but I think that's it. Like, a lot of Leafs fans and even Leafs media or whatever, I think there's like that kind of same kind of deal. Like, yeah, it's not good yeah, right now. No it's, one seems to be like angry that they're bad, though. No, they're exactly. like, yeah. It's just, just kind like, of emotionally yeah. checked out. Yeah. Exactly, and it seems like. But all like, the I feel like they're ready know, to check so. in whenever they need to. Yeah. Like yeah. Oh yeah. They're definitely. willing. They just don't it's really just mind. Like right now, it's like, you know, yeah. Uh, you once know, Nealander comes well up or whatever, may as well be bad, right? Like, why not? Yeah, I think yeah. if the Leafs can get a really, if the Leafs could somehow get Austin Matthews, get that franchise piece. Maybe out of make the draft, a, and maybe then make Steven a deal Stamkos for Steven Stamkos, and, <laughs> and then all of a sudden they've got Nylander and and uh, Marner on the team too. I mean, all of a sudden you're like, well, they kind of put together a team real quick here. So you've checked out of the actual season, but you're still heavily invested in like your Maple Leafs fan fiction this year, basically. <laughs> Always, yeah, you have to be. That's the only thing I've had since I was a kid. It's uh, fiction. <laughs> right, well, we just sort of talked about the Blue Jays right there, which kind of that's enough. seems like a natural segue uh, into. To the fact that, uh, you know, when we talked about the Jays last week for what seemed like would be the last time, we were discussing, like, oh, uh, who are they going to bring back and, and who can they afford to let go? We were talking exclusively about uh, their bullpen, basically, because we did not predict that the very next day after the episode uh, was recorded, Alex Anthopoulos would no longer be the general manager of the Toronto Blue Jays because it certainly seemed like uh, with the run that the team put together, his job would be safe, anyways. Not the case. Not the case at all. They bring in uh, a new president who's basically in control of the hockey operation, or the uh, baseball operations, rather, and uh, it, it's looking as though uh, Shapiro, and I hate him just because yeah. it's not Shapiro. Like, yeah. Shapiro? Come on, man. Yeah, it's gross. I know. Ugh. Ugh. Uh, well, we did talk about that last week. I did say it seemed like there was a possibility that AA was on his way out. And uh, I think it's just about control. But the weird thing is, it's just the timing is so bad. Yeah. I, I think that if the Jays don't make that Tulowitzki deal, like I, I think halfway through the season, people were ready for Anthopolis to be fired, like halfway through the season. I mean, I think that's where they were at. The, the Jays had a losing, they were sub 500. They were at 50 and 51. 
And Despite the fact that they had the best run differential yeah, in the league. exactly. I mean, everyone kind of felt like it was going to turn around, but at the same time, people were sort of like, okay, yeah, maybe Anthopolis, it's time for him to go. Uh, certainly the way he treated all the pro- – like he basically dealt their entire farm, their, the whole thing for this season for Price and – and too low, and I mean it's great. And even Del- Donaldson going Don- back to last year, but even yeah, still, like the, a lot of their top a- guys like are still there. I feel like mm, they was- gave away all their top pitching prospects. They gave away Hoffman, Hoffman, and Norris were like their two biggest pitching prospects. Is Norris the guy who like lives in a truck? Yeah, yeah, yeah lives okay. in his van. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, and then Hoffman's like a blue chip. St- he's like the Strowman. Like when the Jays drafted Strowman, it was like, well, he, he'll just be a starting pitcher in like three years. Yeah. And then he was. But, and I mean, that's Hoffman too. Same deal. Same with Syndergaard. When they traded Syndergaard for Dickey, it was like, well, he's he's not there right now, but he's going to be a starting pitcher in two years. And, and he sure was enough. in yep. the World Series. Yep, absolutely. And he won. <laughs> Nearly hit somebody. He got there. He got the Mets' only win yeah. in the World Series. Yeah. So, yep. And not that wins are a very good pitcher stat, but. All the same. Uh, so I think that that's part of it, too. I mean, I think and when of you course, look at like, it... The timing, you said, couldn't be worse because, like, Anthopolis gets named executive of the year yeah. in the morning and then is fired three hours well, later. Well, I've seen people say that, like, he may not even get a job. Well, anyway, like, he wasn't I mean, fired. So, he just walked away. Yeah, but whatever the case, I mean... That's what some people are saying. They're like, well, you know, everyone's saying, how could they do this? And he's the hot shot and he's this and he's that. But they're saying he may not even have a job this coming season. So we'll see what happens. But I, I don't think, I, I think sentimentally yeah. and the, the optics of it are very bad. But overall, I think the Jays seem to trust in Shapiro. Yeah. Mark Shapiro, uh, and it's the reason like why Anthopoulos walked away. He didn't want to be an advisor to someone else exactly. making the decisions. He wanted full autonomy, and if he doesn't take a job this year, then that's probably why, because I don't think there's any other situations he can walk into at the moment where he would have I don't know. I honestly don't know team. baseball well enough, but um, here's a question. If Mark Shapiro was a pie, yeah. what flavor of pie do you think he would be? Rhubarb. I don't know anything about him. You came so. up with that real quick. And I agree. That's I'll actually a good like, choice. It's a little bitter, but like yeah. kind of good also. Like, yeah. Like lemon buttermilk. That's a good pie. Lemon buttermilk? It's a good pie. <laughs> what the is fuck he, is a buttermilk pie? Okay. You guys, need to, you guys need to go to the bakehouse. It's so good. I guess so. Lemon buttermilk? Yeah. It's literally, it's the best pie in the world. Is Where does the buttermilk go? In the crust or in, in, the, the, in the... With the lemon. It's like a curd, but like it's better. So it's like lemon meringue? But, but not meringue. It's okay. It's like you know the texture of pumpkin pie. Yeah, yeah. But like lemon. Oh, that sounds great. It's really and you have berries in it. It's the best pie in the world. I love lemon. Hundred percent. Yeah. So you feel like Mark Shapiro is the best pie. I don't know anything about him. I like your optimism. (laughs) Okay, why not? We need to pause this episode and we need to go get. (laughs) Yeah, no, you actually. We need to go get a lemon. Where the pie house? Uh, the bakehouse. Oh, bakehouse. West Van Ambleside. Okay. Oh, f- what time do you think I have? You think I, I have time well, to go I know, West Van see, to get a pie? The same bakehouse that used to be in Edgemont Yeah, Village. yeah, there used to be one in Edgemont, but then it moved. I worked there for one day. Did you eat it? And then you the ate pie? all the pies? <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh, wait. Savory Island Pie Company, wherever they sell that. Yeah. Okay. So I don't like, know what I didn't work means, there for one day. Lemon buttermilk. So what actually day. happened? Uh, you just hated it? Uh, yeah, I was the dishwasher, and the owner seemed like a real prick, so like... I just made a sandwich in the kitchen and ate it and left. And that nice. was my yeah. payment. I never Absolutely. made any money, but I had a good sandwich. Hey, and whatever. That good that's, all, that's good enough. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Yeah. I, I, I love those kind of stories. Do you have a story like that where you just worked like one day at a job? 
Um, no, I've never held a job for longer than like a summer. So oh, like, okay. I haven't. I mean, I worked at Michael's for like a few weeks. And You're was, one of those was, like people that just doesn't work during school. No. You're like one of those university students I hate. Yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm that person. Yeah. To give me. Um, Grania, how do you feel coming face to face right now with your verbal abuser? <laughs> I'm okay with it. He he has he's never called me out by name. He's I'm just, not a specific. Yeah, I was gonna yeah. say. I've never I been specific. No. Yeah. yeah. I I but just you and your kind. Um, <laughs> I don't know. University students can't can't pay for things yeah so we don't get here's things. the thing i have yeah okay and that see and that's beautiful i mean you don't always have to be mean about it but i understand the thought <laughs> no but that process. was beautiful like, what you said there i have no problem with university students the problem i have is with university students who want a handout that's the issue <laughs> that's the issue what am i your dad i'm not here to give you a handout okay that's my only thing if you if you understand like all i'm saying is when i was in university huh, Shed a tear almost. Bless, <laughs> bless the day when I think back to 2000 and well, I started in 2003, finished oh in 2009. I get a little emotional talking about it, but I mean, I legitimately was down to zero dollars in my bank account and I wouldn't have approached a podcast because they didn't exist in 2006, but I wouldn't have approached a podcast and been like, hey, can I have something from you? Like, we don't have money either is what I'm saying, okay? University degree is nothing. You might as well just take a piece of paper out of your printer right now, write down degree on it, and hope for the best. Sign your own name. Yeah, just sign your own name. You're the registrar, the dean, the president. <laughs> sign it up. Anyone can make a seal. Do you have candle wax? Good, you're done. Make a little seal on there, the University of Cullen. It's worth the same. You want to go back and get a master's. Now you're, maybe you're talking. But, but uh, so that's all I'm saying. You got to make your own way is basically what I'm saying. I'm I'm pretty much the Lee Iacocca of podcasts. <laughs> make your own way, God damn it. But I have no problem with fair. you. You're, what you said was beautiful. I love it. And, and uh, to to talk about this Mark Shapiro, sorry, Justin, not, how I, dare you? In a in a in a more general way, because I know Granny, you don't know a lot about baseball. You were saying before the I podcast thought started. Anthopolis recording. was a player for yeah. like half an hour, exactly. and then nice. I was like, oh, they're all saying GM. Never mind. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> GM, what position does he play? General mound? Is but, uh, he a pitcher? Does he? <laughs> but even like to uh, look at management in any sport, oftentimes it's not the worst move to make a change like that after a team goes on a surprise run. Whether they make it to the finals or not, I feel like when a team makes a you know big surprise chase for a championship like that, you are poised to make some uh, some bad decisions to keep some players that you could probably afford to let walk. So maybe... like Brian Bickle. <coughs> yeah. <clears throat> or, you know, any number of contracts that get signed after Stanley Cup Finals appearances. Chris Higgins, Fernando Pisani. Uh, Fernando Pisani. <laughs> <Nice. laughs> any number. I was a legend in 06. Yeah, but, uh. but not so much in... Like oh eleven <laughs> when they were still paying him a ridiculous yeah. amount. Okay, of money. so here's a question: If you are if you, if you're a player or sorry, if you're like the manager of a team or whatever, and you have a player that goes on a ridiculous playoff run against all odds, like a Fernando Pisani, if you will, yeah, what do you think that's worth? Just in general goodwill. It doesn't even. I'm not even talking per year basis, but like. What would you pay out of your teams, like in addition to what he deserves? Well, like yeah, like, like it doesn't even matter what it's he like deserves. Feel good like, bonus. Yeah, just like basically, like holy shit, we, we almost won the cup. You were a huge part of that. Here's some money. Yeah, because they don't get extra money for the playoffs. So here's some money on your contract. What do you? Yeah, like what? Like what is that worth to you? It depends, like what else they can do. Almost because it's like if 
I'm talking about like a role player who just had a sparkling playoffs. Like Alcides Escobar, a great example for the Royals. Last year, he had the worst OPS on the Royals in their run to the World Series, which is which is offense plus slugging. Okay, so he had the worst. And then this year, he was like a fucking stud. Just it's like, like if Sean Mathias like, took the Leafs to the yeah, finals. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Yeah. So he's just like a role player, probably worth above replacement value. So this is like an this would be an everyday player in your lineup. So they're an above replacement value player, but maybe like one win above replacement in baseball. So like 0.3 of a win above replacement in hockey. So there maybe their value is like 1.5 million. Okay. How much more is it worth if they give you that one run just goodwill bonus? Mm, uh, like I'd probably go like an extra like million. And and maybe like one point two. So if it's like a one point five player, I might go two point seven. Okay. Yeah, something like that. Like once I'd hit the million, I'd, I'd start feeling like a like. There's different things you can do with yeah. that money. It depends on what the market is, though, because like yeah, in the case of of like, yeah, yeah. In the case of like Fernando Pisani, if you're the Edmonton Oilers, like there's not a lot of UFAs who are kicking down your door to come sign. No, there. exactly. You know, like it seems like a waste of money, and it is. But also, what well, else like, are you going like to do this, with it? And you got to get to the cap floor. Yeah. You got to do something. This like free agent season or whatever, there wasn't a lot of defensemen available. So then no. like the Canucks had signed Spiza because they were like, oh, like there's not going to be anyone else. And like it's going to be too competitive. But they could have had literally And then they could have had like Erhoff or Franzen for like half the money. Yeah. So it's, I, I don't know. Yeah. The Franzen thing was just bizarre. Because he's but good. Anyway. But, but it's whatever. not like Spiza did anything. No, no. That too. To, like, like on top of that. He didn't have the they goodwill. Made, <laughs> no, no. Exactly. They made Chris Tanev have like a prove it year. And it, then Spiza, they were just like, Here, take the money. <laughs> <laughs> like, whatever. He proved that he was great at yeah. filling the dressing room with chocolate. <laughs> Yeah. whatever i like it but yeah okay and i would uh, agree with that yeah. like speaking in hockey we're obviously talking in hockey in terms, hockey terms yeah. i'd say in baseball that's probably you're thinking about three and a half million mm-hmm. over their value yeah, roughly. Yeah. same in basketball um but yeah so i would think most people would agree to that you'd be like yeah okay yeah. that was pretty dope yeah. what you did yeah we're yeah. down and you, maybe you'd regret it but you're like at the same time like there was they, some good that times, was pretty cool you know? yeah okay yeah yeah, but like you know, if we're gonna look at the 2006 Oilers as our example team, like if they Ethan just Morrow. fired their GM after that run uh, and replaced him with somebody else, that's probably a good move for them. Yeah, it's they, not terrible they to look at the, the it objectively, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, I think that's the thing with the Shapiro timing is actually pretty good because uh, Anthopolis did like deplete the prospect cupboards and Shapiro's basically apparently the the rumor is that Anthopolis and Shapiro had one conversation ever and it started with Shapiro basically like chewing him out for like how Wasting could you all these prospects yeah, how could you get rid of all of these prospects like that makes no sense and if you're a Jays fan you went on a magical ride and you have no yeah. regrets about it you went on a magic carpet like whatever, ride right? you and the Edgar Winter band just <laughs> rocked no that's Steppenwolf never mind doesn't matter all the same. But in any case... Anthopolis came to you and was like, I can show you the world. Take you wonder by wonder. It's so weird that you brought this up because uh, when Brooke and I were in Phoenix, I, I honestly can't even remember how it came up, but there was some way where I sang a whole new world really? like 10 different times in Phoenix and she was getting so pissed off. There's like one way where it came up fairly Let naturally. Let me see what you do if I go trade for David Price. A, a whole, whole new team. Don't you dare close your eyes. A roster full of new players. They might <laughs> leave at the end. 
and we'll have season. no prospects. <laughs> but that's okay. We got a half year from prize. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, like, you know, it's not the end of the world. Grania, are you going to sing with us? Or? No, Stephen? I don't sing. Okay, I'm not singing. So you're playing the Stefan role. I'm Stefan. Where you're, like, angry Hitler. that we're singing. <laughs> <laughs> Is Stefan Hitler on our podcast? He, he just says Hitler. Yeah, he says know. Hitler a lot. Yeah, that's true. He's the Hitler. It was just the way you said it there was like you were. Saying, oh yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm Hitler and Stefan. You know, <laughs> I like to think of myself as like the Erwin Rommel, where I'm like the desert fox, and I die on my sword. I'm just like a gallant man. You're probably Joseph Gables. Gables, maybe. Yeah, I'd I thought say you were so. gonna say Stalin. I was like, no, Whoa. no, no, no. We're talking. This is strictly only the Third German, Reich only here. German. I mean. I if I'm if I'm anyone, I'm probably Lenny Riefenstahl. <laughs> <laughs> I just put out a new episode of Triumph of the Will every week. <laughs> so Stefan's Hitler, who am I? I don't know who Who's you Hitler's are. Who's Hitler's replacement? Eva Braun. This literally is the Braun cast. Yeah. Well, not the Braun cast. You and Stefan have to be the a Braun cast. The Braun cast. cast. Hey, yeah, it all comes full it. circle. You're Eva Gron. I'm Eva Gron. <laughs> and Stefan Heckler. <laughs> <laughs> Stefan's going to be like, so uh, he's going to message us tonight. So like, how'd the podcast go? What'd you guys talk about? <laughs> I was, it was chill, man. We basically just shit on Spiza and called you Hitler, but it was fine. Like, it was totally normal. <laughs> Good times, Gron. Yeah. Here we are. Yeah. Well, Grania coming in was very concerned that like regular listeners of the podcast would be looking for Stefan and would be like, who is this? Yeah. Who the hell is this? And I had got to reassure you by being like, that's what they're going to say about all of us. They really just come for him. Yeah. Honestly, who are any Stefan of these did like people? sell me on the podcast in the first episode. He called Ryan Miller a goth. And I was that's just, true. I like lost like, you're it. Like, you're and there? I was like, okay, I'm, I'm in. You're in? I'm in. That's fair. Okay. Welcome. I feel like we we've been told that we are are maybe not necessarily a feminist podcast, but like a podcast that definitely is you know lady friendly. Exactly, lady friendly. And so, keeping with that, I'm so glad we have a lady on the show, so I can ask you this question: If you could sleep with any NHL player, which one? No, I'm just, I'm <laughs> <laughs> I started to think about it. So like, <laughs> I was like starting to like narrow it down. So like, I'm glad you nice. just interrupted yourself. Oh, well, that, you're narrowing it down. Oh, okay. I mean, I am kind of curious, but like, I know that's like a horrible question to ask at the same time. Because <laughs> we were talking about handsome players before the podcast yeah, started, exactly. actually. Yeah, but uh, let's we'll go. We'll, Lucas Pisa. Lucas Pisa. Fair. He, nice. I mean, he is handsome for sure. Yeah, definitely. And he wears the formal. And he wears card, the, rocks formal the formal cardigan. cardigan. Beautiful. Uh, we were just talking about baseball though a little while ago. <laughs> what? At, at one point, we were. One of your great segues. <laughs> 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 and we'll go from there into this week's clip of the week. Oh, here we go. Which came during the post-game show on Sunday. This is wonderful. After the Royals had won the World Series, Frank Thomas of Fox Sports. The big hurt. Weighing in on uh, how the Mets should feel. Pretty much laying a big hurt on the Mets. <laughs> At this point, <laughs> having uh, not picked up the W. The Mets have nothing to hold their heads down for, except they didn't play that well, and they gave away this World Series. <laughs> <laughs> now, a lot, of, a 
a lot of people were saying that that's basically like the greatest thing that anyone will say on sports TV yeah, for this entire is. year. I don't know that that's better than Bob Costas, oh, though. Oh, man. Like, it's neck and neck. It's so close. Because the thing, it sounds, again, this goes back. <laughs> I actually draw a parallel between this and Mike Ditka farting. Okay, okay. Because this is so perfect, it sounds fake. <laughs> It's, it doesn't sound like it this sounds, sounds like a, movie. a Simpsons yeah. parody or like it sounds like what Jason Bateman would say on the Ocho in Dodgeball or something like that. Like it, you're not you're like this is a real broadcaster while former baseball player that literally said this like they they can hold their heads high except for the fact that they completely <laughs> fucked it up. And they blew it and they lost. But other than that, they should feel great about themselves. Yeah. I really wish he didn't get cut off by the other broadcast. And he could have just maybe talked about specific players. <laughs> and how they blew it yeah, individually. Exactly. Yeah, uh, exactly. Daniel Wright. I mean, you know, you just... You 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 can really... I mean, especially eight home runs in a row. You're You're the man. But also... You're sh- a shitty human. You're a terrible <laughs> human being. It, and you should be ashamed of yourself. Well, I think we can all be happy, though, that uh, Daniel Murphy did not win the World Series at the very least. Like, I, If only because, in the end, we get to know that... Uh, <laughs> that having the Westboro Baptist Church rooting for your team is just as big of a jinx as having Drake root for your team. <laughs> Well, they're basically the same. same thing. Yeah, pretty much exactly the same. I could easily see Drake doing a video where he's like mock protesting an event like the Westboro Baptist Church. <laughs> you can totally see that. Uh, but, you know, it's, it's beautiful. I just having a hard time with people saying that that Frank Thomas quote, as good as it was, was better than this. Mott is on his way in. Strope is on his way out, pointing toward the heavens. We can only ask or wonder that he is asking some departed relative for forgiveness for this atrocious performance. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Like, it's a good quote, but let's not get carried away. How does Bob Costa still have a job? (laughs) Honest to God. How does he still have a job? How was he not murdered by that guy's family also? Like that. Oh, my God. It gets funnier every time. Uh, (laughs) So uh, I'm assuming we're transitioning out of Clip of the Week. We are, And uh, so, Grania, as you know, all of us on this show have a particular... like fringe sport that we're super into. You got, I mean, you need to have your own segment on the show. Okay. So I, you, you got to decide what it is. Um, well, it has to be field hockey. Field hockey. Field, oh, okay. Are you a field hockeyer? I, uh, field hockeyer. F- played, played field hockey all through high school. Oh, then you really uh, are perfect. like Stefan. Yeah, this is my, awesome. my sister. What are we going to call this? Grania's field, field hockey zine. Oh, <laughs> zine. Yeah, of course. <laughs> yes. It's half your team yeah. was lesbians. Uh, no, but <laughs> No, because we talked about field hockey scenes on an episode like two months ago. Oh, did ago. we? Oh, wow. That, shit. No, what a great reference. No one ever talks about field hockey. So when you said that, I was like, oh my God. I don't know why like, I think zines are inherently lesbian, but I feel like that's right, I don't isn't know. it? I think they're punk rock mostly. Yeah, yeah or like the riot girl. Scene. Yeah, punk rock. Yeah. yeah, you're right. I just always think of the like riot girl thing. Okay. Anyway, no matter. Yeah, Continue. no, my sister's like amazing at it. And, oh, okay. Uh, she was like a ontario all-star and stuff and then my all my friends like i had like four or five friends who are on the national team okay they're like they're just super good at it so cool. i've like f- been like involved in field hockey for most of my life and i actually follow it and we how al- do you follow it well like what do you follow they, like, where, uh, where does the national team compete where do they go well they they 
not the world's, <laughs> am I right? <laughs> they, Canadian field hockey. If they, like, they, they, they're like a, they were like a place out of making Rio or a couple places out. So they're yeah, not yeah. good enough to be at the Olympics, but they're not that far off. Yeah, yeah. And like, I don't know, most of the girls are like my age, so they're not old. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. So yeah, no, there's some... We were all really hoping they'd go to Rio, so we could all go to Rio with them. Oh, yeah, <laughs> of course. That's what everyone hopes, um, right? You can, like, I don't know, they stream the games online, so when they're in finals, we all get together and YouTube stream the games. There was, like, one in, there was one in Ireland, and the halftime performance was, like, three guys with, like, drums, and it was amazing. That's probably better than Fallout, <laughs> And their singer was Grania. <laughs> this girl named Grania. I, uh... Here's the thing. When I, I dated a girl for a while, and then when she broke up with me, the next guy she dated after me was a member of the Canadian national field hockey team. And uh, <laughs> See, I thought Stefan was an outlier. I didn't know that uh, men played field no, hockey. No, it's a really fun sport to watch. Like, it seriously, was great because um, I didn't feel demasculated even one bit. I watched him play field hockey for three seconds. I was like, <laughs> okay. I know. I think it's a lot of fun. It is. It's, oh, it's a great sport. It's speedy. It's, you know. It's a good sport. Did Stefan yeah. actually play? Yeah, in high school. Wait, he actually? Said. Oh, yeah. really? Oh, okay. Yeah. I know we talked about it on the episode. And then you I asked him he... if he went to a private school and yeah. he said yes. Okay. Yeah, how yeah. did you not? Yeah, if you're playing, yeah. Well, I didn't know both his parents here. were doctors either. So that makes it. It's yeah. all coming okay. around. I'm getting this real picture. Uh, he probably played, uh, yeah, he probably like is also can arch. He's probably like an archer. Fencing. Yeah, fencing. Nice. Yeah, he definitely... Fe- Heavy in Stefan has a fencer's build. Yeah, If we're sure. talking about body types here. You see that guy, you're like, he probably fences. Fences, yeah. But like drugs? No. Fences. Fencing. Like the sport. <laughs> a pays. Yeah. And stuff like that. Okay, cool. Field, field hockey. hockey. Nice. Yeah. So does your sister still play? Uh, No, she's not playing. So you're from Ontario time. originally? Nope. Oh, no, so why no. was she in Ontario she, also? Uh, oh, she went to school there. Yeah, she went to Queens. Oh, so, uh, dope. Okay. So she was the captain. And Former student of mine is going to Western for field hockey right oh, now. Oh, they're a pretty good team. Yeah. yeah. Queens was terrible when she went, and then they, they made it to the playoffs, and she got a little bronze medal by the end of it. So. Oh, so she sparked the turnaround. She, her and her friend, they like they they took the team on their back. And Beautiful. It was a real Queens downy. field hockey. Climb on, ladies. We're going all the way. Absolutely. It was a real Fiona Downey success story. Yeah, yeah. Fiona, if you're listening, good job. Great job. Hey, all from all of, of us you. here at Real Good Show. You're the best. Real good job. This has been Grania's field hockey zine. Fiona can be our official field hockey player. That'd be amazing. Yeah, sure. Oh, yeah, yeah. We do need an official field <laughs> hockey player. Does she do anything? Like, does, does she have any like sex scandals with a male field hockey player? <laughs> no. Because that's really what we search for we in could... our official players. We need scandal, goddammit. Does she own a gun? She doesn't own a gun. Ah. She's suing the governing body of her sport. Yes, yeah, that's always a good one, too. <laughs> no scandals, but we can we can work on it. Okay. Perfect. Find yeah. Something. Well, just ask, like maybe you don't know. Either. Yeah. Like true, you're a younger true. sister, so yeah. maybe she didn't like. She didn't tell she's me about keeping him. it on the hush hush. Okay. Yeah, maybe I'll have to have a little sit down chit chat with Fiona, see what details I can find out about her sordid past as the Queen's Ball field hockey captain. Well, before we get into the Twitter mailbag here, it's time to uh, take another dip into uh, our iTunes reviews for a second. Oh, review, review. Review, review. So yeah, if you would like to review the show, and we do appreciate that, it does help uh, keep us on the iTunes charts and all that kind of thing, you may do so by going going to to iTunes iTunes and and, uh, clicking reviews and then (laughs) click write a review. Yeah. And uh, if you're a university student, please write a review. It's probably the only <laughs> skill you have. <laughs> this review comes from a donor to the show, Julia Davidovich. Oh, what a lovely lady. Uh, the subject line is... Stats Canada. Three men with a podcast. 
though it's there's a guest lady. That's not true. She couldn't but... have foreseen that. It's impossible okay. for her to okay. have known. Uh, and her <laughs> review is something I listen to when I'm crapping or stoned. <laughs> five out of five stars. Thumbs up. <laughs> Really, when you make a podcast, what more could you hope for? I know, right? I'm not. I'm not about to pick and choose where you listen to this podcast. Like we added the toilet flush to the end of the episode That's last true. week, which will be a recurring thing. But uh, apparently, people have been adding it on their own, <laughs> on their own for, for several weeks yeah, already. You, you didn't. That was a, that wasn't a sample that Julia Davidovich sent you. <laughs> Her flushing a particular episode. <laughs> After she she had a she had a real rough night. She was feeling real lonely. Ordered from Big Sausage Pizza. <laughs> she just had some Del Taco. And yeah, and there it was. Real tough. Doesn't go down easy that Big Sausage Pizza. <laughs> well, thank you, Julia, and uh, thank you to all of our donors. Uh, we very much yes. appreciate. Yes, if you'd support. like to donate to the show, www.patreon.com/slash Real Good Show. We actually haven't had a new donor in a while, so if you donate, we're going to get really yeah, pumped we're gonna about go, it, and we're going to give you a very long, extended yeah. shout out on the program. Oh man, shouting out it. people for donating was one of my funnest things. I thought, oh, this is going to be a we're great part of every, every episode, and then it lasted two episodes. <laughs> So, I don't know we what we're doing. We shout wrong, out the same people again, basically. Oh, we should. That'd be fun. Let's do a reverse shout out. Uh, not now, but another time. Uh, another donor to the show, Sam Anderson, actually messaged me today because she uh, works in like social media analytics, and she did a search to see uh, how people felt about Lucas Pisa, <laughs> and over the last seven days since he broke the streak, yeah. and then beat the Coyotes single-handedly. Uh, she said that uh, mentions of Lucas Pisa have been overwhelmingly positive. Oh, good for her. That, uh, you know, the, the hate is overblown, perhaps, because uh, people on social media, I think it might just be Twitter. There's like a website, you can just type in like anything and be like, how does the internet feel about it? Really? So you can type something in and it'll be like, like the, you type, I typed in the Sedines once, and it was like 33% positive, and it's like, wow, okay. She has I didn't know you could look up feelings a on social, social media. Yeah, a social listening tool is what she said, and uh, sentiment around Lucas Biza is about 10% more positive than negative. I have the overall chart right here. It's 69% neutral, 21% positive, and 11% negative. To which I responded that a lot of people have been tweeting about how he's our favorite player and that kind of thing, which is sarcastic positivity and it's probably no, it's not, not smart enough to pick up on that degree and she said she actually looked through the mentions mention by mention and none of them were sorted wrong so he actually is getting more positive love than negative hate and, and it broke him and we thank donor sam anderson for providing that data and with that we will go just before we get into the twitter mailbag i think it's important that we pour one out for uh stefan this week we obviously can't do the taffer tracker in his absence yeah so we just like to say r.i.p to our dead homie for one week is one week death it's john taffer who's stefan will be back but john taffer will be back taffer is dead pour one out for the homies justin i'm assuming you're going to put in a like pouring water effect right here because we're pouring it out and there we go done deal and now it's ladder time it's ladder time what am I reading? You got mail. What am I reading? Next question. It's a good song. Great song. <laughs> it is a good song. I love that Tony Hawk pro skater part. That always gets me every time. That needs to be longer. Um, 
before we get into the mailbag, I put out a call for questions. Oh yeah, yeah. and got zero responses. Oh, well, so I got a bunch. I guess no one that uh, follows me on Twitter gives a shit about the fact that I'm involved with this show. Well, we got a good one right off the hop here from Tyson Niwa, and I'm hoping that I got it right this you time not. because last time I tried to say his name, I said Niwa, and he said, "Way to fuck up my name, <laughs> asshole." So I shouldn't even read his wow, question at no all. No kidding. But I will Ugh. because his question is, which pro athlete is most likely to vape? <laughs> to vape Jay Cutler. Jay Cutler. <laughs> Smoking Jay Cutler. There's no question about it. I'm thinking Richie Incognito vapes. Like, oh, he for sure vapes. <laughs> I don't know. He's vaping on the reg. Yeah, he's vaping huge. I don't know. You, don't, I don't know. you can't think of a hockey player who vapes? Who hockey probably vapes? Who vape. Like Tyler Sagan probably vapes. Carrie like, Price. I like you, the concept of like Dale Weiss vaping. Like just like imagining <laughs> that happening. Vapes like for Dale sure. Weiss. <laughs> Dale Weiss owns the everything I know about Richie Incognito. Yes. Like from the vague things I know about him. Yeah. I feel yeah. like Weiss also owns a lot of fedoras. Oh, he he hundred yeah. percent does. Exactly. Like I'm so almost he definitely positive. he definitely vapes. And Carrie Price had that like infamous like double dart photo or whatever. Oh. He, I mean, he's a cool dude now, but I feel like in his heyday he would have vaped. Mika Kippersoff probably. Oh, oh. oh. Mika Kippersoff. He's he's vaping right now. Mika Kippersoff is vaping cocaine. No matter when you're listening to this podcast, Mika Kippersoff <laughs> is somewhere out there vaping. I'm pretty sure he vaped. You know what? Like, good for him for choosing that. It's yeah, probably better for him. You know, straight up on the ice. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Guy Lafleur also vapes. Someone told him it was healthier. <laughs> he vapes constantly. <laughs> Jessica Lee writes in and says, how many hours of your life do you think you've spent watching hockey? Is it worth it if you're a Canucks fan? No. Um, I don't Are know. Are you answering didn't the hours have, question with no? You didn't even have to think about it. Yeah. It's probably not worth it. Yeah. Do you know, think it like, would be worth it if they? Because I think about this too. Like, would it be won, worth yeah. it if they won? Yeah. You think it would be worth like it? All like, of it the thing is, like, think about how many hours. Like, like one like, game is three hours, basically. Yeah, you've watched like okay. So if you watch eight games, that's a whole day. Yeah, it's not good. I don't even want to think. And then that's not even counting World Juniors, Team Canada, Junior oh, A fuck. games. Giants games. Those games, yeah, yeah, fuck. Oh, oh it's a lot. Yeah. It's an awful lot. Like, even live. I would say live, live. Oh. I've watched at least a week. Live. Oh, 100%. Easily. Yeah. Easily. Way more well, way more than that for you. Yeah, because I, mean, I was calling, a broadcaster doing play-by-play for, play three for three years. I think, like, like, if, like, hockey in general, like, yeah, it's just it's fun to watch. I enjoy it. But I think, like, Canucks f- fans specific, it's kind of like... If they'd won in 2011, it'd be like, yeah, it was awesome it was to see all it. of my favorite players win a cup. And now it's like... All my dreams came Now true. it's just like, oh, this is just getting sad. <laughs> yeah, you got to come back. You're going to... Basically, yeah, if they ever make the cup again, it's gonna it be will like, be well, a completely new... Yeah, oh, totally. Play, like 100% totally. new. Yeah, it'll be the horrible generation. I mean, uh, that's very wishful That'd be thinking. nice. Yeah, that's like 10 years from now. Yeah, yeah I don't very, know. That's very, very wishful. Like, that's less than 10 years from now. Horvat's already 21. Yeah. Yeah. He could be a veteran leader at 30, right? 30's not that old for a hockey player. No, but it's old enough. But it's old enough, yeah. yeah. He'd be the Kessler of that run. Yeah, or the Sedins, I guess. They were 30 around that time, too. Um, What would you do? What's your, Grania, what's your... Because I know for me, like, I would definitely be on the first plane back to Toronto, and I probably wouldn't... I don't drink or do drugs, so I'd be... It wouldn't be like that, but I would definitely... Some sort of bender where I'm up days. I, do you have like a thing if, you if th- the Canucks that you know won the Stanley you would Cup? Do? Yeah. Um, well, like at the time, I didn't 
hair. I was like 15. Yeah, no, whatever. I'm not talking so, about like, that. I'm, tr- I, I'm just trying to think. I'm talking like, about now. Now that you're a dedicated Canucks blogger and member of the Canucks blog, the Smilosphere. Yeah, I guess we, did, we, we didn't establish your credentials. I forgot about that, too. We Hello. just said that <laughs> you're she's here. Good at, she's good at Twitter and drawing and writes for Canucks Army. Yeah, she's very funny. Um, yeah, Follow I, her on Twitter at Whole Grania. Now we're talking about her like she's not here instead of letting <laughs> I her died, talk. too. Uh, whole, yeah, Whole Grain. Whole, I don't know. People always say Whole Grania out loud, and I, I never even thought of it like that, which is stupid, Even though I guess. it's your own name. My name. Um... I don't know. I'd probably want to get drunk and then have like two drinks and feel drunk enough. <laughs> like I'd probably be like, yeah, like whatever. I'm I'm done after like two drinks because I'd be so excited. I'm just going to go out on a limb right now and say that if the Vancouver Canucks won the Stanley Cup while Lucas Pisa was on the team, so basically in the next four years, I would get a tattoo of Lucas oh Pisa's face over my own See, face. My, like, my over your own face. <laughs> Yeah. This is recorded. <laughs> okay. <laughs> my like biggest fear. I is, never like, knew that. I never knew what oh. it was. Sorry to cut you off. I never knew that there was something that could make me a Canucks fan. <laughs> but you've just done it. They are my new they second favorite team. They are absolutely my new. The second idea of favorite like a team. hockey related tattoo. Like I mean, there's ones that are like d- devoted to like 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 Rick Rippin or like those kind of things can be nice. But like a hockey related tattoo that's like just like. I love Lucas Pisa or something like that. That's just like my biggest fear. Like I, or like a hockey themed wedding. I couldn't do it. Like it just makes Oof. me, it makes me scared. I don't know why. But anyway, yeah, I'd, I'd lose it my mind. It makes you scared because you're not a douche. That's good. Yeah. yeah. To get back to the original like time <laughs> element of Jessica's question, I think like because like uh, if you watch every game of uh, an entire season, basically. Never mind playoffs. That's more than ten days of oh, your yeah. life. So I probably spent like i'm gonna say like two and a half maybe three four months maybe oh yeah it's, it's in the month oh it's, it's gotta be at it's least especially because like sure. yeah with at least ju- months. with juniors and then if like, you watched every regular season game in a year yeah which i did for several years yeah I, but I'm, ta- I'm talking yeah. even just canucks yeah if, if so we said eight <laughs> games is a day yeah so that's 10 days if you watch every game in a season i already did this playoffs. math yes yeah yeah so that's just crazy <laughs> Plus, no, like, i know like, you did this math i'm just saying like it's just that olympics just where you watch like you're like oh like latvia sweden's on like gotta watch it just because it's like olympic <laughs> yeah. hockey yeah, like, yeah. Not, i'm just right? talking about canucks only yeah. i want to see what happens to christers grislevskis yeah <laughs> or like and then like thor of Vikingstad. you don't like actively oh, watch game. like the world championships but like you might watch a game there's just like those random games yeah. thrown in as well or oh, like fuck. the spengler Cup. i definitely like, i will I, yeah i've definitely watched spengler Cup i watched games. the leafs oh, game yeah. the other day like voluntarily yeah, yeah. i like turned it on Sorry i wanted to see that. it on saturday yeah i wanted Phil. to see kessel beat them too and then he was <laughs> He was out in the concourse Although, eating hot dogs. can we talk about Latang's tweet? Because that yeah. was money in the bank. <laughs> what did he say? He was just like, uh, oh, weird that there was like, it was something like, like no. Great tribute there. Yeah, uh-huh. great tribute to the Leafs for one of their best players ever at P. Kessel 81. And then he was like, <laughs> dot, dot, dot. Crickets, crickets. crickets. Yeah. <laughs> Because they, yeah. didn't, they, didn't, so they didn't do anything. And then no, one of Kessel's teammates also dressed up as a hot dog for Halloween. It was like and property, property of Phil, Phil <laughs> on the hot dog. <laughs> amazing. It was amazing. I mean, anyone who listens to the show knows that Phil Kessel is my favorite player of all time. So it's just, God, it's, uh, I'm so sad he's off my team. But He seems like such a nice man. Oh, he's just, he's something else, that guy. I love Phil. He seems like a nice man slash longshoreman. <laughs> Rory Millette writes in, Hey, Holgranya, blink twice if you're being held there against your will. 
For the record, she did not blink. <laughs> not even once. I even drove her here. Her eyes are being held open, though, in like yeah, a yeah. clockwork orange sort of yeah. chair. Absolutely. <laughs> Stefan's got a lab coat on. He's administering, <laughs> he's administering the drops right now. Um, also, sorry, what was the girl who asked the hours question? Jessica Lee. Fuck you. <laughs> for making me think about that. Oh, okay. I didn't really want to think about how much of my life I have spent. Yeah, I feel like a very sad. Like I don't even it's watch bad. every single game, and I still feel like just I feel so like our show is very now. lady friendly. So I w- I'm going to rescind that. Fuck you, Jessica. <laughs> please stick around. Oh yeah, no, it's cool. John like, has repelled yeah. enough listeners. <laughs> it's true. If you listen to this show, tell me what you do for a living, and I'll find a way for you to not want to listen to it anymore. <laughs> anyway. Yes. Uh, Frank, it's just a joke. Frank Nevenen. Nevenen? Nevenen. Well, something. he's not listening to the podcast ever Frank. again. <laughs> His name's Frank. He Tyson writes in and, and says, uh, which historical game would you want to see live? The Miracle on Ice or the 1979 Bruins Rangers brawl in the stands? Not the brawl, because if I'm there, I'm in danger. Yeah. Like, I would kind of want to be I'd there, probably though. get killed. Why <laughs> would we care about the miracle on ice? Does he know that we're all Canadian? Um, I could care less about being at that game. I don't think so. I just, uh, yeah, no, the brawl for sure. How could yeah. you not want to get stabbed by Mike Milbury taking his skate off? Like, I, I, he didn't could, do that. could I, I like, fight Mike Milbury? Would yeah. I be able, okay, then, yeah, I'd do that. Well, yeah, he's, in the, he's one of yeah, the Yeah, if, if I get to be the, the person brawl. who tries to kill Mike, or, sorry, tries to fight <laughs> Mike Milbury. Oh, wait, we talk about murder on this podcast. You want to then, murder Milbury's contract, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. With NBC, With NBC yeah. Sports. <laughs> if, I get a, if I get to be that person, then sure. Honestly, <laughs> like, what are the odds that Mike Milbury is a <laughs> clip of the week? <laughs> Sometime this year, one-to-one? Yeah, like, very high. Yeah. Like, bookers, b- bookies won't even like, accept bets yeah. on it. He's yeah. essentially like exactly. Don Cherry without the charm. You know how Don Cherry has that, like, Canadiana kind of, like, oh, yeah. y- it's fun, yeah. you know, where, like, he goes into something and it's like, oh, that's kind of sweet, even though it's ridiculous. Yeah. Mike Milbury's just, like, all the stupidity with none of the charm. Well, that, yeah, because like, Don just, Cherry's always had his, like, the troops thing. Yeah, and the kids. And, like, the kids and, like and some and of the things he says, like, the whole, like, good Canadian kid, it's not always, like... It's not always like unlistenable. Like sometimes it's like, okay, that's nice. I'm definitely picking the brawl game, and like we've talked about um, my status during the 2011 Stanley (laughs) Cup riots, just passed out on a shag carpet somewhere, (laughs) Um, having uh, eaten a brownie and drank too many pops. But uh, (laughs) I I also pass out when I drink a pop and eat too many brownies. Uh, but I'm just, I don't drink or do drugs. I feel, I like regret missing the riot, kind of. Like there's a part of me that wants See, to I was have been downtown. downtown. Not to have participated in it, but to have like fled in fear from it. I feel like that would be very I was memorable. I was downtown for like all the games that the Canucks had won. So yeah. for game seven, everyone was like, you got to go downtown. Like, you know, just, just in case, right? Yeah, yeah just in you're case. The, so you're like, the reason they win. I, I wasn't, but. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly. I like literally saw maybe like, five minutes of that game and it was all the last five minutes like i did not see that game i saw the opening montage and then like the end yeah and like i got separated from my friend the whole crowd was like totally different and it was terrifying like even from the get-go it was like okay this is not cool so i like i went home i was home even happened basically yeah so i was like home for like the very end which was not fun but like i had like kids came into class the next day with just their eyes was like tear gas like all like just messed up because they'd they'd been in the middle of it and just yeah I don't think see. I would have wanted like, my my sister and her boyfriend were there too and uh, they sort of said the same thing they left after the second period just, and they were saying like the crowd was starting to get 
you could just mm-hmm. sense that something we found like was, a knife on the ground. And, like, something was going to go games. bad. There were death. I mean, People say what you went want. Downtown to do that. Exactly. Oh, totally. Say what you want about the bridge and tunnel shit and whatever. And like, I think that that is a little bit stereotyping. But at the same time, there, there were a hundred percent people that went down there to do totally. that. It is totally. like statistically proven that if you've had a riot in your city in the past, you are more likely yeah. to have another one. Just because just like the folklore like, of it, yeah. the totally. n- a new generation and wants now it's to same thing's going to happen experience. because of that that photo of the people making out. Like as soon as anything happens again, same kind of thing's going to happen. The riot's going to. Oh, yep, absolutely. It's, it's suck. all just a little bit of history repeating. Um, occasional intern Aaron Mackay writes in and says, "Would you have a sex change in order to make your podcast number one in the new and noteworthy?" Uh, no, I want. I don't want to be in number one. New Inspiring women's voices. Yeah. We've got Grania. <laughs> we, that's a. I don't know. That's a weird question. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's build, building off of last week's episode. I think. Yeah, because we said that we. Oh the, right. The one okay. You fell okay. During. Okay. Grania <laughs> did it to me in the car on the way here. She's like, I fell asleep during your last episode. We because we fell down on the new and noteworthy charts, <laughs> but in on the front page there's a section for inspiring oh, women's okay. voices. Yeah, yeah. So we said we were going to become. Uh, we were going to pretend to be women in order to be to okay. get on that chart. So you don't have to answer that because i'm here yeah exactly. like it's like you've got the presence yeah so we don't like, need we've got all the lady energy and yeah exactly i mean it's not like no totally <laughs> stefan is sick for sure and we're we didn't bring what we didn't bring grania on here to get on to the itunes charts for women at all so how dare you the thing is my name that? isn't like one of those recognizable names no, like, oh yeah, yeah it's anna were. it's like uh, that could be anything like whatever. yeah we really <laughs> messed it up we should have been like hello everyone this is uh whole grain uh her sorry your name's elizabeth yeah. but her twitter name is whole grain <laughs> Uh, Ryan at Verviticus writes in with, who's the best guest host in the show's history? Me. Yeah, you have, yeah. I mean, <laughs> well, Tom Drance was here. He was, he was, was he a, a guest, guest or a guest host? He was, no, he I was mean, a he guest was and not like, a good one at that. What? What? <laughs> <laughs> Just joking. God. <laughs> I love you guys. Have to keep your meanness in check. It's sometimes. been eighteen episodes. It's been a Jake Vertan a number of episodes, and uh, he is eighteen, right? Yeah. I don't. Okay. Yeah. And I shouldn't even know that. That makes me sick. And um, I'm just joking. And uh, everyone, like, do we need to? Do we need to have an actual? Dis- hey, no. guess what? No, On this comedy did, I, podcast. I did like that. I am joking. Andrew C. Slack wrote in. When we posted the uh, the the trance episode, he was like, "That's your guest, <laughs> fuck." Well, yeah, because we built it up like it was someone that people knew. Well, in the Vancouver market, you probably did. Listeners, anyone? I know who that is. Call the hotline right now if you know who <laughs> Thomas Trance. One nine hundred real good pod at gmail dot com. <laughs> Uh, Chuck Smith writes in, which hockey player would make the most annoying neighbor? Oh, shit. Probably Brad Marchand. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He's going to have loud parties. Oh, yeah. uh, I'm not going to say which player, but my dad ran into a former player on a plane recently. And they were talking about that finals. And this guy was just like, you know what? I have no affiliation with Vancouver or Boston. But that little shit, like, I just wanted to kill him. Like, he hated Brad Marchand. Yeah. Like, he's just, oh. Yeah. Yeah. I met the whole team, the Bruins team, because I went to um, a school that I work at often. I went to their graduation, and it happened to be at the same hotel that the Bruins were staying at. So all the Bruins were just in the lobby. I believe it was before game five, I think. And uh, Brad Marchand, his chest comes out to his the end of his nose it's like the weirdest he has the weirdest body shape i've ever seen (laughs) 
Like it's legitimate. Yeah, like he. Legitimately- Are you sure? Like he's not just puffing no, it out to seem no, intimidating. That's, no, that's how he looks. Like he's holding like a Superman pose, puffing his chest out. But that's just how weird how his body shape is. Like I think that's why his nose grew so big. It's just to so <laughs> to he match. can tell. Yeah, exactly. So he knows where to put his shirt on, just straight down below that. My dad met him the same day. Marshawn? Probably not the same day, oh, okay. but like one of the, he was like cycling and then Marshawn like was in front of him. So he like stopped his bike and him and his biking friends were like, hey, let's get him like jokingly. Oh, and Marshawn nice. was actually like concerned. He was like, whoa, whoa, like don't touch me. And my dad was like, I'm not actually going to fight you. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, that's good. I'm a grown man. <laughs> why? <laughs> why would I do that? Yeah, Marshawn. Yeah, that's a good one. I don't even know who can you really top that with. No, uh, no, it's Marshawn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, good call right off the bat. Yeah. Actually, Alex Burroughs. His would voice would be nicest man ever. Oh, he's very nice. Super. He nice. actually is like super nice. I, yeah, and I feel like dude. he'd like come. To but your I think, he also I lived think, in my like, girlfriend's like, parents' building. Come for to your a few block years. parties. If and you're stuff talking like that. about like like a neighbor you don't interact with, but you like can hear them yeah, through totally. the walls, then Burroughs is annoying. But like actually, someone. You ah, actually oui, know. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but like as a yeah. person, no, I'm sure he'd be. But if you needed someone to make you a great puta, wait. Putain. So you can say putain, but you can't say second. Well, it's actually putain. <laughs> That's how you're supposed to say it properly. Putain. I had a French girl but, uh, drill me on this the other yeah, day, and I putain. forget which one's right. Putain. putain. It's putain for putain. sure. It's not putain. putain. It's not putain. Definitely putain. It's putain. putain. At boring as heck writes in, why is Stefan so good? Yeah, great question. Answer that one. <laughs> And uh, I just want to say that that tweet started out with such a high-pitched voice because Stefan is actually going through the sex change right now. <laughs> That's where he is. We, sorry. We didn't want to say it right away, but uh, Stephanie's really taken one for the team. Yeah. And uh, look for us in the Inspiring Women's Voices <laughs> section of iTunes as early as next week. Oh. Dude looks like a lady. And in the meantime, we have Grania here, and someone has actually sent in a Lucas Pisa would do question for Grania. Whoa! Which means... Lucas Pisa is the best And the Lucas Pisa would do question of the week comes from Sarah at Slaw88. She says, would whole Grania split up Tanev and Edler forever if it meant Spisa was no longer a Canuck? No. No. I, like, I need to, like, okay, like, Alex Edler has been my favorite hockey player since I was 12, right? Okay. You know you pick one without any reason? Yeah. So. Well, did you, what was no, it? There, There's like, no, there's no, literally he, no reason? He looked confused. Okay. And we thought it was funny. Nice. Like that okay. was yeah, the yeah, okay. reason. So I knew there had to be some reason. Mm-hmm, like it's kind of like and then, no and reason. And then he like but... he like beat Joe Sackick on a play, and we're all like, "Oh, he's actually good." I mean, you know. So it's actually pronounced Elder. Elder. He uh, <laughs> he was good, and then he was pretty great, and then he just sucked for a couple of years. And like, now he's like under under Tortorella. Man. Like it was it was, was it? rough. Was it Tortorella? No, no, no. I'm not him, blaming though. Tortorella, but that and was the th- year that it was really bad. You should bad. blame Tortorella because pretty much every okay. single member of the team had an atrociously bad. But year okay, that so year. that year it was like he was like minus thirty nine. Like he sucked. Yeah, Ovechkin like everyone and like every because he's one of those players that like, he did not develop into a player that a lot of people like. He has no personality. You know, like, <laughs> yeah, no, he's a machine. No, he does like so. People are always like, "Oh yeah, you like Edler," because like no one else does, right? Yeah, at least like so, Oland had like that yeah, mean streak to him. Oland right? was like kind of cool, you know. <laughs> so 
Olin was cool dad for me. Yeah, I oh, always totally. liked Olin, one of the few Canucks I actually liked. No, he liked. was awesome. So, and like people... Seabiscuit, he was blind in one eye. <laughs> was he actually? Yeah. Olin's well, blind in one bit. eye? Yeah, he, he took like a puck to yeah. the face. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. okay, yeah. okay. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah, uh, so yeah, it was it was not fun to be uh, an Alex Edler fan for a long time, especially when people knew you were in, you know, your and dad's you... friends and stuff. And, and they're like, oh, that guy, you know. <laughs> and then um, and then Chris Tanev came along and they are the best pairing ever yeah like and that's an exaggeration it's actually pronounced Tainv. Tainv. chris Tainv and alex elder uh they (laughs) they're so good so like no i like this is my stanley cup like i've accepted it but also as good as it's gonna get for me so i don't care if lucas pisa gives away the puck like 80 times a game i'm cool okay it's it's fun this is the first would do where you just said because stefan cut his own balls off (laughs) put his dick into a binder and you're just like Split up my favorite pairing? No, no way. No, no way. This Not is it. To be clear, he put his dick into a binder to keep Spiza. Yeah, I know. I know. I understand the, yeah, the no, role I, uh, reversal there. But. This, I, I understand that like hockey gods wise, if yeah. those exist, like, they're not going to give me anything better than this. Yeah. So I'm not going to throw it away. For, You're just enjoying it. Yeah. I just like Edler Tanev also is like... If they, they were if they were like a buddy cop duo, <laughs> they'd just be like the the straight and narrow cops who like file all their paperwork on time. <laughs> and like yeah, like exactly. they ask them, they're like, "Do you speak?" And they're like, eh, "When we need to." Like, they have three, they have like three minutes in the buddy cop movie where there's like the the buddy cops just have like yeah the one like straight laced pair yeah. that uh, oh yeah that's them that gets it at their expense. Spies is like the, the buddy cop, like he him and yeah. like I don't know yes yeah, any the fumbling. Any, anyone right? Spies is the fumbler. Him and Hutton is like the young gun, the yeah. fun guy and then like this goofy idiot Spies who's like, like mentoring uh, him scully from brooklyn Nine-Nine, yeah basically. and then edler and tan have just like they're just fat <laughs> stupid fat and stupid <laughs> and edler and tan have are just quietly filing paperwork in the back they're just they're excellent so right. shout out to them i'm just glad we got a would do question that was that's amazing yeah, yeah that's so you. cool uh Sentito 59 writes should roman reigns go over seth rollins at survivor series i don't know what that means <laughs> <laughs> i do know what that means and uh no no we should not it's still not quite too early time. but yeah. he's getting closer i just think they, they should need turn, something i think they should turn reigns heel i think, I think they should turn ambrose mo- heel i think he'd be a monster as a heel reigns i think ambrose needs to turn no nah, i'd St- keep ambrose face and have him feud against reigns as a heel i would turn ambrose as the monster heel make Seth Rollins a tweener because like people want to cheer for him right Is now. Is this yeah, wrestling? Yes. Yeah. Okay, good. <laughs> and then Reigns would still be a face. But Ambr- I just don't think Reigns Ambrose is needs good to turn on face. him. Ambrose needs yeah, to turn. Yeah, for sure. But also like if Ambrose turned on him, that's Ambrose I mean. would get even more cheers That's for what I mean. That. So that's why I think you use that to turn Reigns full heel. Okay. Because then he doesn't have to talk as much and he can just be a dominant because he's a good wrestler. Yeah. He just needs, I don't know. I'm thinking heel. Who asked a wrestling question? I don't know, but I'm glad someone did. It's about time. Um. <laughs> God, Grania, what do you think? I agree. Do, can you? How many wrestlers can you name? Uh, Hulk Hogan. <laughs> no. No. Nope. He's banned. Okay. He okay. Um, yeah, Use the N word. Uh, okay. No. See, I can't tell. I don't know the difference between like MMA and okay, like wrestling. Okay. Well, just try your best. Uh. Oh shit. I. <laughs> okay. Here. Oh, the 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 man whose name. Oh. Okay, let's play a game. I'll t- I'll say a name. You tell me whether you think it's MMA or wrestling. Okay. Okay, John Cena. Wrestling. Okay, John Jones. MMA. So far, she's so doing good. well. Two, two for two. Yeah. Okay, uh, Matt Hughes. MMA. Whoa. 
three for three. Because the wrestlers all have weird names. <laughs> okay. Um, let me think here. Uh, ooh. Uh, Matt Sarah. Wrestling? MMA. Oh, shit. Brock Lesnar. <laughs> Wrestling. Both. Both. Oh, okay. You couldn't get that one wrong. <laughs> Kurt Angle. MMA. Wrestling. Kind of both Wrestling. also, yeah. Kind of, uh, more wrestling, yeah. I'd say. Jeff Hardy. Wrestling. Yep, yeah, that's wrestling. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, yeah. when you say some of the names I do, like I, I know who John you know, Cena is. Yeah, I'm, of course. I, I, How can you not? I know the memes. Dwayne Legend. Johnson. <laughs> Hollywood. Um. <laughs> <laughs> the Tooth Fairy. <laughs> San Andreas. Uh, Yerky21 writes in, wouldn't the games be better if pro athletes were given orange slices at halftime or intermission? Yep, 100%. Yes. I just think that should be like a, because you could get On the a, bench in the, in the middle. Yeah, and then it could also be a thing for the fans. Like you could go, you could get orange slices at the same time. Or like a yeah. uh, like season ticket players. holder gets like picked to hand out the orange slices. Oh, oh yeah. That'd be like so you cute. have to bring them. Yeah. That's the <laughs> <laughs> but like, You have uh, to slice my, them up. I, I just uh, I didn't really want to go to the game tonight. I mean, they're only playing Minnesota, but it's my turn to bring the orange slices, so I've got to go. <laughs> like at football games, how fun! Elder would that gets be? really fussy if he doesn't get his orange <laughs> slices on time. Gounts, 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 gounts. If you had to choose two NHL players to compete in an academic decathlon like Billy Madison, who would you choose? Wait, is this two athletes or NHLers? Uh, NHLers. I'll open it up to all okay, athletes. Okay. Richie Incognito and the guy that he bullied. <laughs> <laughs> Jonathan. You think man. you're smarter than me, bitch? <laughs> I challenge you to an academic decathlon. Yep. I There's like someone that. who's like, oh, I can't think of the person who's like really dumb. Taylor Hall. Taylor Hall. <laughs> oh, yeah. Taylor Hall. Taylor Hall and Eddie. I don't care. Like, just someone else. Well, that was the Taylor Hall against all- like one of those guys who has a degree from Harvard. Old sock. Against George Peros. <laughs> yeah. That would be one of my, that is one of my favorite athlete tweets of all time when the Ryan Whitney, one? no, when no. Ryan Whitney was playing Hangman <laughs> with Eberly and Jordan Hall and they thought Banana had three ends. <laughs> <laughs> there was another one where he said, like, Oh, like I almost crashed my car, like looking at a hot girl. It was a mannequin. Nice. <laughs> it was like, what? And then there should have been like spell mannequin. <laughs> he then spelled he would... it M A N N I K I N. Nice. Amazing. Well, at least Amazing. he got the or two something ends like right. that. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Amazing. I think um, I heard a ru- I heard this could be just urban legend, but I heard a rumor that uh, Hall. Um, he, oh, he went to he, no he went to no 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 not a not a like gross oh, okay. just like okay. when he was in high apparently he was in high school right after he got drafted because you get drafted in june right and then some of them are still in high school oh, yeah. have to write exams and apparently he r- went into an exam after being drafted first overall and just wrote on his test i'm going to the show i heard that too it so in. it's probably true yeah which is two fair. people have heard it yeah that's good enough to yeah. validate any rumor um last one in terms of sheer enjoyment like i would actually enjoy an academic decathlon between these two peyton and eli manning yeah that'd be fun that'd be super fun love those guys and that will do it for the twitter mailbag which takes us into everyone's favorite segment because it means we're on the home stretch no stefan's pool party good thing yeah stefan's pool party well we're not gonna do it this week stefan's not here here, i guess that's true we can't really my team's doing really well we can't really trust issues is doing trust issues issues. that's a great name yeah and the speeds of pool right now i would honestly probably call my prust i would call my team either prusty the clown or prusty boxers the bottom three of the speeds of pool right now are John, me, and Stefan. So I feel like Bam. making a segment out of it is just bragging. I wasn't allowed to join. Bam, yeah, motherfucks. Yeah.
I've said fuck a lot this episode, but I don't give a shit. Fuck. So we're going to one we're good in thing. bottom three. You don't think we do this for a living? We're fucking professionals. <laughs> you want to donate to our shit? Donate. We'll take your money. It's one, two, three, bitch. It's Woo! It is the show. Uh, it's the part of the show where we talk about things <laughs> that we... This is the show where the part... Actually enjoy, because we do like things. Yeah, I love stuff, man. For real, we do. I love And we'll talk stuff. about them now. One good thing, the cherry on top... I love stuff. ...of our cynical S- Sunday. <laughs> If a lot of people love each other, the world would be a better place to live. Gentlemen, lady, what do you like this week? You're the guest. I, I haven't thought of it. Okay, anything. that's fine. I'll go first. I'm uh, getting back on the music train. Got really into this album this last week and a bit. It's by a band called Bandit. Uh, the uh, album is called Of Life. And... Um, yeah, found out about them just from a, a music blog. Uh, the album came out in January of this year. It's really good. It's got kind of like, um, it's got a bit of a 90s alternative feel to it, but it also has kind of a bit of an atmospheric thing going on. Really, I don't, yeah, I just don't really know how to describe it. Just listen to it. The lead singer, Natalie Plake, uh, un- uh, Angela Plake? Maybe it's Angela. Pretty sure it's Angela. Anyway. Uh, great, uh, great band. <laughs> Fuck, I don't know. Uh, great band. Uh, she's an amazing singer. She's the the uh, driving force behind the band. Really enjoy what they're doing. Uh, so check it out. I would recommend the whole album of Life. It's only six ninety nine on iTunes. So check it out. Um, or uh, if you are a song person, the songs Pushing and Losing Innocence are both phenomenal. So check that out. Bandit of Life. And uh, I'm going to recommend a movie that is on uh, Netflix right now, at least in Canada. I, I tweeted that it was on Netflix, and people were like, you're a liar. And they're okay, probably so, American. Yeah, so, whatever. Too bad. This is the one instance where our oh, Netflix is better than yours. So it, we're going to enjoy it. I know Halloween is over, but you still might want to watch a scary movie, especially if it's a really, really good one. And this one is, it's called It Follows, and it stars uh, Mecca Monroe, who is also the star of another movie I recommended on this podcast called The Guest, and uh, it's a very similar kind of movie to The Guest in that it has like a kind of like 80s synth aesthetic to it, Um, and it's basically about a sexually transmitted demon who kills people (laughs) for having sex, and the only way to get rid of it is to... Uh, have sex with someone else, and it will go kill them instead. So it just gets, oh. keeps getting passed down. Well, I was the gonna line. say I thought this was like a weird, uh, like Mormon school movie. It's it's Don't where have like sex. every yeah it's exactly the you. only way to kill it is with abstinence. I feel like a lot of like horror movies right now are playing on like anxiety. Basically, the monster is just a form of anxiety. Um, the Babadook was kind of like that, though that was more a movie about depression, I guess. Um, but. Uh, but it's time to just get back to some old-fashioned movies where the monster is your dick. Am I right? <laughs> yeah, people just being really scared about uh, who, what your sexual partner could could leave you with. Beautiful. And this one is a demon that that kills people. It literally fucks them to death once they get it. So, Love it. Uh, yeah, it's it's really really scary and uh, just very like chilling and atmospheric and. And even my girlfriend, who was like, I didn't like the movie at all, was very spooked by it. So it was at least effective. 
Um, so I, it was I'm just, I'm just, I'm just calling. My girlfriend her, hates this, but just, I like it. I'm just calling her out as being a liar because she's like, I hated that movie, but she was scared the entire time. So well, it worked. It that did the trick. terrible. Yeah, it did the job. Um, I have, I don't it know. Follows. <laughs> I've, I've been reading a lot of books, not yeah. for fun, just for school. Okay, nice. so uh, yeah, it's, it's not, not great. But I, I did watch a movie recently. I watched Obvious Child. It's on Netflix, Canada, and. Uh, it was great. I had it. It's, it's from 2014, I think. So like, it's not new, but it's great. You should watch it if you're bored and you don't know what to watch on Netflix. Starring What's it about? Jenny Slate. Oh, oh right, it's Jenny a Slate. No. Okay. Yeah, and it's about a uh, a woman who gets pregnant and wants to have an abortion. It's not about Marcel the Shell. No. Oh my God, is she that? Yeah. Yeah. Oh you my didn't know God. That? that thing like it made me so sad. Marcel, I don't even. Oh, please don't. <laughs> So, yes. You want to know what my skis are made of? Toenails from a man. A dramedy about Marcel the Shell's abortion. Yeah. It's <laughs> <laughs> it, it gets it gets kind of heavy. <laughs> but, no, it's it's a really fun movie. <laughs> so, check it out. Oh, my God. And with that, that <laughs> will do it for this week's episode our roommate is no one. There's no one here at the moment. Our yeah, roommate YOLO. is Bick Nazar. I'm Justin Morissette. Grania. John Cullen. Stefan. No, he's gone. not here. Be Hitler. real. Be good. Be real good. STDs. It follows. <laughs> <laughs> that was terrible. It was awful. Yeah, you came after me. I know. I have no great. idea what to say. Yeah. No, it's fine. You did good. Thank Grania. We. I feel like we got to give a thank you for being on the show this week, filling in for the uh, very groin hurt Stefan Heck because he got his dick chopped off. I can show you the world. Shining, shimmering, splendid Tell me, princess, now when did you last let your heart decide? I can open your eyes Take you wonder by wonder Over sideways and under On a magic carpet ride A whole new world A new fantastic point of view No one to tell us no Or where to go Or say we're 